I just did. First. No, you said first after I said I just did. Well, you didn't hit the record button. All right, well, nope, it's recording, so shh, I need 10 seconds of silence for noise removal purposes. Do you want me to kick the dogs out? That's not silence. All right, that's enough. These dogs are noisy. They are indeed. My chair is squeaky too. I need to fix this thing. I, I got to tighten some bolts or something. I you, don't know. You got to get some WD-40, man. I know. So yeah, anyways, this week's episode, episode 150, I'm doing a little bit of pre-roll here. We're waiting for Agent ETA. He's uh, he's pooping apparently, so he's late. We are starting late. And also Agent Redacted wanted to come on last minute, so we are also starting late because of that. Apologies to our live audience. Well, we got a lot of people here. So we have uh, episode 150. Um, instead of doing our regularly scheduled program, instead for episode 150, I wanted to do just sort of like a fun chat, a look back at the show. What was our favorite episodes and all this stuff. And also I especially wanted to open this one up to the live audience here on discord. So if anybody during the show wants to come and have a chat and say, hello, talk about conspiracies or whatever. Um, well, let's wait till ETA is here for this one, but the, just raise your hand on the stage and we will let you on and you can have a chat with us, talk about us, whatever, maybe your favorite episode or maybe something we haven't talked about yet. And we can, whatever, anything it's, um, let's see, what is this? I got a new text message. Was this from ETA? But yeah, so any, anything and everything is open, open episode. So whatever you guys want to talk about, if you want to come up on the stage, that's fine. If not, we'll go over, you know, the show, maybe talk about some behind the scenes stuff, talk about our favorite episodes go over some of our previous case files briefly, very briefly, because, you know, we don't want to go too into depth because that could take quite some time. Um, oh yeah, sorry, another text message. I got to turn this thing on to silent because I am, my phone is popping off right now, apparently. But yeah, so we are still waiting for ETA, and when he is done pooping, <laughs> we'll, we'll hit the intro music and stuff. So normally we don't do uh, sort of a pre-roll for that. I apologize for that noise you just heard. And my dog is attacking my microphone cable. Yep, don't be <laughs> expensive. <laughs> Little butt. Ten bucks on Amazon, dude. Don't bite that. Yeah. Oh, here he is. Agent ETA is here. What's up, ETA? Y'all ready? Yep. Did you hit record? I did hit record just now. Awesome. Okay, let's do 10 seconds of silence for noise removal purposes. Once again, for ETA's noise removal. All right, close enough. That should be plenty of time. Can breathe again. <laughs> well, we already got our noise removal, so we, we're fine. Oh. But yeah, we already hit record. I was talking while you were while we were waiting for you. So episode 150, you're ready, Agent ETA? Hell yeah. Hey, Agent Redacted. Yes. You want to do the intro this time? Uh, okay, what do I say? <laughs> <laughs> You just say, it's the Alien Conspiracy Podcast. We are your hosts, Agent Redacted. Okay. And then the rest of us will come in. Who's going to go next? You, Agent Ether, and then ETA, and then I'll finish up. Okay. So, so as soon as it goes, like that. Yeah, do you know when to say it? <laughs> Dad will go okay. like this. Yeah, I'll, I'll point at you, but the, okay, the song. So I'll just say, it's it's time for the Alien Conspiracy Podcast yeah. with it's Agent Redacted. Yeah, just, it's okay, the okay. Alien Conspiracy Podcast. We are your hosts. <laughs> I, got, Agent, I got that. Let me Agent write Redacted. That so you're you're gonna be looking for or listening for the downward glissando, the and when it hits the bottom note ish, that's when you come in. It doesn't have to be exact, just sort of ballpark. Close enough is close. What are you looking for on your phone there? 
I'm writing it down. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, you have the memory of a goldfish. (laughs) All right, here we go. It's time for the Alien Conspiracy Podcast with Agent Anderson. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, what? Did I do it wrong? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyways, go, go ahead, everybody else. <laughs> Agent Ether. Agent ETA. <laughs> and Agent Redacted. Come along as we examine UFO sightings, conspiracies, and all things strange. You can follow the show on Twitter at AlienConPod. We also have an email address, AlienConPod at ProtonMail.com. We would love to hear from you. And don't forget to check out all of our other links on Linktree. See, I didn't have enough time to say everything there, because, you know, whatever. (laughs) This week's episode, episode number 150. I can't believe you're on 150. I know. It's so crazy. uh, You've been doing this show for like, what, two years, three years? I don't know, a long time. Yeah, I can't believe it. And it's thanks to you, dear listener, because if it wasn't for you listening, we would have stopped doing this a long time ago. So we really appreciate you guys showing up. Wow, we have quite the live audience tonight. It's it's the biggest live audience ever. Let's give them all a shout out at the beginning of the show here. Let's see, we got... We have Owzy, uh, see I pronounced it correctly that time, Owzy Mima, Little P, Pimp Simpins, <laughs> Tyranno Squatch, Zenith Void, Diamond, Dick Cheese McGee, Anorax High, Aquafina, Dark, uh, I think it's supposed to be Dark Strider 1, it's D-R-K-S-T-R 1, Dark Strength 1, I don't know, and Ambugaton, A-M-B-U-G-A-T-O-N, Ambugaton? Ambugaton. I don't know. Maybe you can come on and help us pronounce that. (laughs) Yeah. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us live. We normally don't have a very large live audience because, well, it's on Discord (laughs) and and it's not a platform typically used for live. And we do record on an hour. We're on the West Coast of the United States. And if you're listening to this and you're not on the West Coast, you're probably asleep by the time we're recording because it's pretty late for you, probably. So thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Episode 150. We don't have a regular topic planned for this week. As I said earlier, we are just going to talk about the show in general, you know, just our favorite episodes, how it's gone this far, maybe talk about how the show started or whatever. And anybody in the live discord audience is welcome to come along and talk with us. So just hit the raise your hand button and I'll try to keep my eye out for that. And I will call you up to stage to have a chat with us. So, yeah, that's pretty much what we had for this time. Just sort of like a chill, real chill episode. Just kind of hang out and talk about stuff. Sounds really good. I think we should get started with the poll that I put on social media. All right. We had um, 100 and I want to say 85 people vote on which episodes they like the best. And I put it on Twitter, Facebook, and in Discord. 1,000? 185,000? No, you (laughs) (laughs) There was some confusion on Discord about what people were voting for. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the Discord poll, um, (laughs) people spelled out uh, under under the poll, people used emoticons to spell out ETA1 puppy. 
<laughs> and I don't know which corresponds to what. Yeah. So I don't know who voted for what. What does T stand for? I don't know. Nobody knows. <laughs> but it was more clear. It was more clear it on stands Facebook. for tuberculosis. ETA, yeah. you will be happy to know that 30% of people polled said they like the episodes if you're in them. Yeah. Oh, hot, hot damn. I appreciate that. I didn't know I was that likable. Yeah. Apparently you're (laughs) Mr. Popular. We got 12% tuning in for the Blue Book Files, which is my personal favorite. I love the Blue Book Files. We've done what? Four or five? Five. Five. I have yet to edit number five. I mean, I have it partially edited. I have it processed. I just need to edit it. But that'll be out soon. I've been busy, man. I've been on vacation. I took my kids to uh, Discovery Kingdom earlier. You know, that was fun. So it's it's a rough life. <laughs> Second, there's I've never seen in any anything relating to Blue Book an actual Blue Book. No, that's not how they name those secret projects. <laughs> it's stupid. We also have 8% tuning in to listen to Agent Anderson as he reads the Flying Saucers Are Real series. I am awesome reading that series, I must admit. I it like the intro, the intro music. That's Yeah, that's a fun song. I didn't actually like surf guitar before I wrote that song. That's a pretty, I think ever, I told that story before, right? No, what's the music for your uh, Flying Saucers Are Real book series? Oh, I, I kind of stopped using that cue. <gasps> Why? Why would you do that? I think I, I don't know. I use it. The other, the other, that's another piece I wrote. It's like an ambient piece using what's called shepherd tones, where it always sounds like it's going up or down. It's like a, like an optical illusion, but for your ear. Do you have it on your soundboard? I do. Should yeah, I play a, a little yeah, bit? Yeah, play just a little. All right, here we go. It's so we can take a vote and see if people miss it. There's different parts. It's an it's an so there's an ambient part in the background. It sounds like it's always going up, but there's also like just sort of weird sounds to make it sound kind of ambient, like you're sort of floating around in space or something. So here we go. Yeah, see, I think it's very spacey. Very spacey. Sounds like the uh, Portal soundtrack. Yeah. See see how it always sounds like you're going up? Creepy. Weird, right? So you're not playing this anymore? Uh, I kind of, I think I was, I think I did it for the Rupert series, and then I, I used it for part of the Flying Saucers Are Real, and then for some reason I, I got it in my head to where that's not a good idea to use that. I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe I'm going to I'm going to do a social media so, vote next. Sounds time. like maybe I'll start using it again. Sounds like the Minecraft disc 13, the broken one. Uh-huh. Kind of, but do you hear how it it in the background it keeps going up like indefinitely? Yeah, I I know, but when this is playing, my head keeps like going to the tune of the 13 disc. Uh-huh. Cuz like the uh, chimes you used are similar. A little bit, yeah. Hmm. So that's it. it you could just I could just keep looping this forever. Because I made a pretty clean <laughs> loop point, so it's hard to tell where the loop is even. Because there's no melody or anything; it just keeps going up and up. And I, up. I should do a YouTube video. Ten hours of lost. <laughs> that might be very popular. <laughs> yeah, right. You never know. It actually might. All right. Let's... I've seen I've seen those like videos. It's like like ten hours of like just like rain noises and yeah. stuff like that. And so the, I, I guess it's uh, soothing for some people. The way the shepherd tone works is that in a nutshell. So you have, let's say you have an octave, let's call it two octaves. So at the beginning, you know, an octave is, let's say from C to C. So it goes 
up an octave, right? You do that twice. At the beginning, it's very quiet. And at the end, it's very quiet. In the middle, it's the loudest. So it goes up in volume and down in volume. So you layer that a bunch of times to where you can't really tell where it starts. So at the very beginning, it's almost entirely silent. And at the very end, it's almost entirely silent. So it just sort of loops. It's weird. Um, there's like a mathematical formula to it, I guess, to make it work the best. I'm not good at math, so I just kind of did it by ear. So it's not necessarily perfect, but eh, it's good enough for what it is. It, it creates a really, really interesting auditory illusion, in my opinion. I, I really like the effect. Well, continuing on with our poll, 27% of our listeners tune in for UFOs. Nice. Yeah, that's so far, the, all of the Patreon polls have gone towards UFOs. I, I try, I've been doing like two choices. And I try to do one like UFO type and then like one conspiracy type or something else, you know, to kind of mix it up. And every single time they vote for the UFO. So I guess those are the most popular topics. Yeah, and I stand well, corrected. Kind of, it makes sense. Yeah. I told Agent Anderson, I said, you should only do UFOs. But then when I did this poll, I found out there was a wide variety of subject material that people like to listen to. Yeah, no, it's, that's part of the fun of the show, too, is that you don't have to get stuck on one particular topic. You know, if you're doing a cooking podcast, you can only talk about cooking. But on this sort of a show, I feel like it's a little more open. We can talk about anything weird, whether that's ghosts, you know, cryptids, UFOs, conspiracies, whatever. Mm -hmm. it, it's pretty wide open as far as what we can talk Mothman's, about. Yeah. Mothman's ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those juicy glutes. <laughs> oh, it was just Mothman Day. They yeah, just we had missed their it. Big celebration. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We got to uh, go over there one day. I want to take a trip. Yeah, you know, an excursion to to go experience the Mothman Day. That'd be sweet. It's kind of far <laughs> for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, for, for the both of us. But I mean, once at least, I, I would like to. You know, just to go over there and see it, experience it. It'd be cool. Yeah. Rather than just look at pictures online. You know. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. And the live cam. Don't forget the live cam. Yeah, you too. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, you yeah. too can tune in right now and look at the Mothman's wonderful statuesque glutes in live it's, <laughs> it's a live cam of just the mothman statue and it's like in the middle of a road so they put it i i think it's in front of the museum but it's in like the like the concrete island in the middle of a road it looks like so you can watch the statue and you can also see cars driving by it's the strangest thing i don't know why you would have a live cam of a statue <laughs> It's it, so weird. <laughs> that reminds me, I'm subscribed to a YouTube channel. It's like a Jackson something something county in the middle of nowhere. And there's live streams, just random places in there. Like oh, of yeah. the landscape? No, yeah, like of the landscape or the town square. There's a lot of cameras like that, like at the top of mountains or in the middle of forests. I think we might oh, have there's one even actually. Some like in, there's actually some like, like deep sea ocean cameras too. I actually kind of like those ones to be yeah. honest. It's it's. It's weird, but like to me, it's like I, I like I'll, I'll watch them every once in a while, just like to see if I can get like a glimpse of some you know undiscovered sea uh, creature. You know, it never yeah. happens, but you know, it's still I, I like it though. Yeah, and then you have you have cameras of like uh like uh on like birds' nests and stuff like that, like uh like eagles and stuff like you know, but like uh, that was kind of cool. Those ones are actually kind of cool because you usually see something. Or they, and then you also have like the live cams of like uh, on uh, at zoos and stuff, and uh, those are kind of cool too, you know, because you're going to see something at least. You're going to at least see the animal that you're trying to watch. But yeah, that's kind of a weird thing, isn't it? Like like uh, how popular that's become. Not that it's like a super popular thing, but yeah, like live cams are cool. They can be. 
And it can yeah. also be very boring too. <laughs> I, I can see how it could be very relaxing. I'm pretty sure there's actually some live cams for like the Hesdalen lights. If anybody wants to go see if they can find All some right. of those, you know, we, we did a case file about the Hesdalen lights where, uh, there, there are lights in the sky occasionally, and nobody is entirely sure what causes them. It's probably mm. something natural, but who knows? They haven't figured it out yet. At least when I did the episode, they hadn't figured it out. Maybe they have since then. I don't know. Well, speaking of mm. cryptids, 14% of the audience tunes in for cryptids episodes. Oh, we should do more of those. We've barely done any at all. Didn't you want to do the ice cat? Yeah, the Yule cat from Iceland. Yeah. <laughs> that was I think we kind of have to at this point. I know. <laughs> I wanted to do I haven't heard of it. I'd never heard of that thing before. And it was requested. Let me check my notes here. I, I write these, I notate all this to make sure. I try to give sometimes I forget, but I try to when somebody requests something, I try to give them credit. That one was requested by Pac-Man33 on Discord. So we'll have to we'll have to get around to that at some point, maybe in December for the holidays. That would be appropriate. Yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, I haven't checked the poll. It should be over, but I'm pretty sure next week we're going to be doing the Maury Island incident. But let's take a look at some of our past case files. Does anybody have a favorite case that we've done? Agent Ether, go. I'm actually trying to remember the first case I did with the group. Yeah, I don't remember which one that was. I don't remember either. I know the one on fluoride was pretty early on. Population mm -hmm. control, right? Yeah, that was pretty early. Uh, Bill Gates and population control. Yeah. Uh, we had power hour with some cryptids. Yeah, cryptid power hour. Definitely early on, but uh, can't recall the very first. Yeah, I don't remember either. It's all just kind of a blur. <laughs> at, at this point, it kind of seems like you've always been here, you know? So what you're saying, Ether, is you don't actually have a favorite episode. No, or, I actually really enjoyed the one on population control. I yeah. thought it was a really good back and forth. Everybody had a lot to say about it. And overall, I just thought it was a good episode. If somebody wanted to tune into our show and they didn't want to necessarily tune in for UFOs, they were more interested in conspiracy theories, I think I'd recommend that episode. Yeah, that was a good one. And it has like actual like real evidence and stuff. Yeah. All right. How about you, ETA? Do you have a favorite episode that we've done so far? Dude, I got a bunch of favorite episodes we've done. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, to be honest, like the first thing that popped in my head is actually one of our very early ones, was, uh, which was the, the death and or murder of Kurt Cobain. Yes. Oh, yeah, and then like, uh, that one was, was uh, oh, it's, it's very, like, it was very important to me just because like Nirvana was such a big influence musically, like in my younger years, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so like, and I feel strongly about that. Like, I'm not saying, like, I don't, I don't want to say definitively, but I think there was some major tomfoolery and shenanigans there. And I don't think he killed himself. I, I really don't. Uh, and the main thing, the main reason why I, I think that is because of that, that, uh, suicide note, how it's, yeah. it's obviously like in two different styles of writing. And then, um, you know, uh, their lawyer, uh, I forget her name now. It's been so long, but, uh, she found, you know, uh, Courtney Love had, had uh, left a backpack at her house with like some evidence that inside it, that like, she looked like she was trying to practice at writing his or you know writing something you know i don't know writing in the way that he did you know or whatever like she was trying i don't know it's 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 freaking weird dude freaking yeah. weird and also maybe maybe there might be a part of me that just like 
refuses to accept because, you know, like I said, Kurt Cobain and Nirvana was such a big part of my life uh, when I was younger. I was a huge fan. Still am a huge fan, of course, of Nirvana. But yeah, it, it's a, uh, I mean, th there's, there's so many other episodes too. Like, like uh, when we did like Gobekli Tepe or even like D.B. Cooper. Uh, I mean, I, I, I definitely love the alien stuff in the, the cryptids. Obviously, uh, you know, I'm a fan of Mothman. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, this is the reason why, like one of the many reasons why I love doing this podcast, because we do do, we do do, <laughs> do do, we, we do, we do a lot of different stuff. You know, we've done like, you know, our, our episode on like the, for example, the Bohemian Grove, you know, and, uh, and, you know, El Chupacabra and everything like there, you know, we, we have some different stuff going on here. It's not just aliens. And I, I, I love talking about aliens. But, you know, it's nice to switch it up, you know, uh, you know, we've done a lot of different topics and, uh, that's why I, I think it, like it keeps the, the interest fresh, you know, very fresh. So totally. fresh and so clean, clean. Yeah. Speaking you know? <laughs> of Kurt Cobain, Agent Redacted, you want to tell everyone what happened on Halloween? Oh yeah. So for Halloween, I went as Kurt Cobain. Oh, really? <clears throat> yeah. I ended up getting like six pounds of candy. It was, it was pretty fun, but here's <laughs> the thing. My cousin also went as Kurt Cobain. Yeah, they didn't. His cousin oh, lives really? in Southern California, and they didn't plan this out. But they both just so happened to dress as Kurt Cobain, like randomly. It was really weird. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. even listen He's, to that much Nirvana. The main reason I picked the costume is I was like the same height and eye color and stuff, and I basically just wear jeans and 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 a Nirvana shirt, and I just get a bunch of candy. Yeah, yeah there was that, and there was also the <laughs> fake cigarette. Yeah, <laughs> he had fun with that. Yeah, yes, yeah, I had been told several times I look like a homeless man, like an old homeless man out of the corner of people's eyes. <laughs> he brought that to school, which I can't believe he got away with. Well, it's Halloween. They, I know, you get a pass still. during Halloween. But yeah, that Kurt Cobain yeah. case is really interesting. Um, one, I, I think the the smoking gun in that case, uh, other than what Agent ETA said, but the real smoking gun is that he had more heroin in his system that you could actually like you would fall down dead from that much and he committed yeah. suicide twice with the heroin and with the shotgun and i've never heard of that before with somebody committing suicide using two different methods it just doesn't make any sense uh, it's unheard of you, you're not going to yeah. jump well, off a bridge and shoot yourself in the head on the way down it's it's stupid right so i mean but that was one of the really fun cases i agree because going into that one i thought it was complete nonsense i was like this is stupid it's going to be nothing. And then when I actually looked into it, I was like, holy crap, he was murdered. <laughs> you know, it was, that was yeah. a wild case. Yeah. I kind of had the same, the same, uh, vantage point going into it or perspective was a better word probably. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely, you're absolutely correct. And I like the, the, yeah, the amount of drugs he had in the system, heroin, right. Um, even for an addict, is like you know doing heroin every day and shit like it was still way more than the body could ever handle so it's 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 like ah uh, yeah i i don't it does not pass the sniff test you know yeah. once you actually get into some of the some of the information you know yeah. that is go, available go listen to beans by nirvana and you'll you'll understand that he's definitely a drug addict like by every stretch of the imagination oh yeah we know he oh, definitely yeah. was well, yeah. yeah there's no doubt about that yeah yeah how about how about you, Agent Redacted? Do you have you haven't been on that many episodes, but do you have a favorite episode? Uh, in total, I think this is the third one I've been on. So uh, probably Action Park, I guess. 
Action Park yeah. was actually pretty popular. We had a couple of people give feedback, and they said that was a good episode. That was Agent Redacted's idea. He's the one who wanted to do that episode, and it was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. I like the part, where was the guy's name? Um, Gene, wait, wait, hold on. Hell, Gene yeah, I want to I Google it real quick just to be it's sure. Just, it's just insane. Just to be sure I don't mess it up. We do so many I mean, of these dang cases, it's easy to forget. You know, easy yeah. to forget the details. I just want to make sure I get his name well, correct. Well, um, Agent, Agent Redacted, I also have the the memory span of a goldfish too. So, like sometimes, like like it takes me a little bit a little bit of warming up to remember some of this stuff. You know, because we've we've done a lot of episodes now, and and we're going to do a whole lot more. But sometimes, like the details, or you know, they're just they're hard to hold on to. I guess for some stuff, but like. Yeah. Uh, to me, to me also, like like uh, like the nine eleven stuff is like to, I, I find it super important because that is something that I, I I do believe was like a black flag event. You know what I mean? I I, th- I think there was some really weird shit going on there, and there's some actual solid evidence to prove that. I think, especially with like you know the, the stock market, like you know we talked about that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's very very weird, odd, and does not pass the sniff test. <laughs> well. Speak well. We'll get we'll get into that in a bit, maybe. But so it's Eugene Mulvihill. So yeah, we we're I was close. Mulv Mulvihill. Yeah, Eugene, not Gene. Eugene. So I, I was close. Only a couple digits off there. But yeah. So my favorite part from that case is where he pranked. Uh, he <laughs> oh god. He did that prank with uh, his employee, where <laughs> with the cattle prod, where um, he, you know he, <laughs> he he remember he hired somebody or he had one of the employees dress up as a customer and like skip the line or whatever, like they weren't paying to get in. And then he cattle prodded them and pretended like they were dying or something. Like that was, It's just so crazy. The whole place is just absolutely insane. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like so they, many shenanigans. The even better part is when he was hiring him, he acted like he's like, oh, my God, I, can't, I just can't take this anymore. And like yeah. he shocks the shit out of himself in front of the employee with the cattle prod. Yeah. It's yeah. like, no, it's just this fake. I mean, the action park <laughs> in reality was just so wild they made a movie about it, and the movie actually tones down what really happened there. Like, it was off That's the hook. That's crazy. It was off the hook. We had we had teenagers drinking and driving go-karts on the freeway. <laughs> and over, had, over 50 miles per hour. We had a looping water slide where people were smashing their faces in and getting their teeth embedded in it. We had... You know, we had people, uh, I don't want to make light of this part of it, but we had people who were seriously injured and actually died there from the dangerous rides. Yeah. There were six total deaths. Yeah, it was it was a crazy place, man. It was really, really off the hook. That It was, it was a fun episode, but also you kind of feel bad because of the people that died there. And it, it's, it, you kind of feel, I have mixed feelings, you know, because it was, it was a wild and crazy time, and I wish I could have gone. But on the other hand, I wish those people hadn't died there, you know? Yeah, well, I think yeah. all of our listeners, if they reflected back on the when they were teenagers, they're glad they were not in charge of a uh, major water park. That's kind of what it was like, you know? The, <laughs> we had the Gene Mulvihill was basically like a kid with a lot of money, and he just grew up and he was still remained a child somehow. And, uh, (laughs) and all the managers, they were, all the managers were like 18, 19 years old. You know, the people in charge of the entire park, he didn't hire professionals. He hired kids to run the park, you know? (laughs) So there's some, uh, there's some excitement in discord. I guess people liked the out of body experience episode where I have to say Kruger was spot 
on. Oh, Man, yeah. can yes, he yes, tell he a story? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he, by the way, Kruger is stuck at work because of the holidays and all that stuff. So we're hoping he can jump on here eventually. We, he may or may not be able to make it. We don't know, but we're hoping that he can jump on. It'd be nice if we could get uh, some of the previous agents who've only been on here momentarily, like Agent Locke or Agent Orange. But unfortunately, they are unavailable. But I was, that's one thing I was hoping we could do. May, maybe for episode 200, we can get those guys to come on, you know? That'd be cool. Yeah. But, yeah, all right. I mean, yeah. So, my, my favorite episode is pretty much any episode where I go into it thinking this is going to be all be a bunch of bullshit. And then I look it up and I'm like, wow, there's actually some real evidence that this is real. So, those are always my favorite ones. For example, like the Kurt Cobain case or the Britney Spears episode I did, stuff like that. But there's also a lot of UFO episodes where... Um, I go into it thinking this case is probably nonsense. And then I find out, well, there's actually something to it. There's like some actual real evidence here when you are willing to dig a little deeper than what you'll see on the history channel or whatever, you know, not, not that those guys are unreliable or anything, but they don't necessarily present the best evidence, just the most well, sensational. A lot of, a lot of that stuff from the history channel, like, like especially like the ancient alien type stuff. It's like sensationalized, you know what I mean? And like, uh, I'm not saying that they are providing, you know, false info. Sometimes it seems like it for sure, but yeah, they, they, they sensationalize things for the effect of getting more viewers and stuff and you know, exciting people, what have you. Uh, I'm more interested in, you know, like hard evidence, you know, cause that gets me excited, you know? So, but yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things where I, I think, uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of, confused sometimes with the way that they present some information, especially when they're talking about like, uh, the pyramids and stuff like that. And like any, like ancient, like, uh, like a human site or, you know, ancient civilization or what have you, you know, and like that, they always try to bring it back to aliens, you know, even though sometimes yeah. it just doesn't, doesn't make sense in that way, you know? Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's still interesting, you know, but they like, have, uh, they do have some good stuff, you know, they, they have some they good stuff. They, they just, they just present it in a very sensational way. But so other than that, my favorite episodes are generally, um, I mean, there's a reason why I chose the Michigan swamp gas as my first episode, because it's an excellent UFO case, like really excellent. But there are also a couple of other standout ones from around that time as well. Like the, the Portage County UFO chase, I mean, there's, it's hard to pick just one for me, but if I had to pick just one, it'd probably be the first one, the Michigan Swamp Gas. You got a lot of uh, listeners who've tuned in for that one. I think it's like 17,000 listens. Yeah. I think what some people do is they'll catch an episode that, you know, the, the algo, algo lotter, lottery, the algo lottery Al just presents them with the episode. They'll listen to episode whatever, and then they'll go back and start listening from the beginning, you know. But um, it's it was a very different show back then, so that's probably not the best strategy, if you know. But oh, I like the first episode because you had sound effects. Yeah, sound effects. <laughs> yeah. So this is a pretty good episode. <laughs> and also the the second episode, the Kelly Goblins, is a really fun case because it's it's one of those ones where, like, I don't think it's aliens, but it was something. Those people were freaked out by something, but it's just one of those ones where you're like. Well, nothing makes sense. It's just a real mystery. Like, it doesn't make sense that it would be anything. Like, there's no explanation for it. And that's kind of fun, you know, no, when no. it's really unknown. Mm -hmm. Isn't it obvious? It's, 
It's weather balloons, duh. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, <laughs> obviously weather yeah, balloons. No, it's a pl- it's a the planet Venus. Answer. Yeah. I'm actually really sad because I went back and listened to a few episodes where I wasn't on the podcast, and I'm kind of sorry that I that I missed them. Well, you can always we can always revisit a topic. I suppose, but it's not the same. It is though. I mean, because we have a new new opinions and stuff. Like when when I do this, this is one of the things I'm really glad about having other people on the show. Is originally, I did this show just by I was thinking of just doing it by myself, like a solo show. I didn't expect anybody to actually listen to it, and I just thought, yeah, hey, just you know, talk about some UFO stuff. Just as a fun little hobby podcast type deal. But all the time when we're doing topics, people will bring up stuff thinking about it from a different angle and they'll think about things or point out things that I hadn't even considered, you know, possible explanations or interpretations of the data or whatever, just different opinions. It's just worthwhile to have different opinions on the show because everybody comes at this stuff from their own perspective. You know, it's not like I have, not like I have some sort of, you know, I guess, monopoly on the information. Everybody can look at the information and have their own opinion on it, you know? Well, that's why I like the Blue Book files, Yeah, actually, because anybody can go online and look at them and draw their own conclusions from actual witness statements. Right. Yeah, those are so cool. Those files are so cool to look through because, you know, as you're reading through them, you're like, this is mostly... I'm sure there's some hoaxes in there, but mostly it's like people genuinely reporting something. There's a lot of meteors. There's a lot of stuff that's explainable. And there are some crackpot stuff in there too. I went over a case where somebody saw a UFO in his TV. (laughs) (laughs) That was an awesome episode. (laughs) Like, well, that guy needs to get more sleep. He's like, yeah, man, I've been sleeping, you know. Or like, were you on drugs, sir? Right, yeah. Well, you could you can actually kind of hallucinate if you haven't slept enough, or so I'm told. I, I've never hallucinated myself from lack oh, of sure, sleep, yeah. but from what I understand, it's possible. Well, I actually did one time. From I, lack of sleep I, or from so, drugs? From lack of sleep. Well, well, a little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it was actually from lack of sleep. Uh, uh, many, many years ago, I was a diesel mechanic. And um, I was working on some trash trucks that were actually uh, powered by compressed natural gas. And um, unbeknownst to me, while I was working on them, uh, these trucks all had leaks and stuff. And I was breathing in compressed natural gas uh, every day, pretty much. And and, wow. um, and so, so like like the shop that I was working with, it was it was we're working for. It was a good shop, but they didn't have gas sniffers, and we should have had gas sniffers for working on these trucks, but they didn't. And so I was like having like migraines and stuff and um, like serious headaches and it was keeping me up. Like I was, there was a point where I went like easily three, four, five, like I think it was at least five, uh, four days, I'm sorry, four days where I didn't get like really any sleep at all, you know, like, and um, I started hallucinating, man. Like, like it was like, like reality wasn't there for me necessarily. You know what I mean? It was, uh, I, I got confused very easily, you know, like it wasn't, I was driving back and forth to work, but I shouldn't have been, that's for sure. Uh, luckily I figured, you know, we got it figured out and stuff. I started going to doctors and stuff and like, I was like, what the hell is happening with me? You know, and actually we, we figured it out, but which was weird that we, you know, but anyways, uh, yeah, I can say I, I've, I've seen some stuff. It wasn't like, like full, like, you know, apparitions or, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like, like like crazy, like, but like, it was like, uh, to the point where 
like uh, I, I would just see, you know, like, 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 like dots or like squiggly lines and stuff like that, like towards the end of like when I was uh, getting the least amount of sleep and stuff, you know, and, and I guess that's a hallucination, you know, like, like I said, I wasn't seeing like, like full body hallucinations, like, you know, but it was, uh, I was definitely seeing some stuff. It was just the you know, tricks of the eye, I guess you could say, you know, where like uh, stuff would become very blurred you know, or like you'd see like, like splotches, you know, and, and like, like I said, like dots and stuff like that, but it, like it wasn't like crazy, you know, but it, it sucked. I can tell you that much. Like the migraines were the worst, that's for sure. But, uh, yeah, luckily I got that figured out Yeah, in, in short, short order, but yeah, that's my only experience with that kind of stuff, I guess you could say. Yeah, I'm I'm reading through the live show chat right now on Discord and there's actually some, it's interesting, I I, I wasn't looking at this earlier, but so, for example, Tyrannosquatch says, the 9-11 episode is huge for me because I was a sophomore in high school. It was the first huge event of my knowledgeable life. So I have a lot of feelings mm. about it. So glad you guys have covered it. Yeah, and one of the things we talked about on that show that um, nobody else has really talked about because nobody knows about is the um, the Dark Overlord hacks, which is mm. still mm. to this day, like nobody even knows about those, which I find kind of interesting because I thought it was a pretty Seems big like it's deal been suppressed. Yeah. I think it was, it was, yeah. well, it was definitely suppressed. I saw it being suppressed in real time. And that's why mm-hmm. like, again, this is one of those topics where I was like, ah, it's all bullshit. It's just, it's nothing. And then when I saw it being suppressed in real time, you know, stuff being literally erased from the internet, I was like, wow, they wouldn't do that unless they were hiding something. They, you know, if it was nothing, they would just ignore it because there would be no point. But yeah, that was, yeah. I had sort of hoped on doing like, I, I wanted to do like an episode every year for 9-11 because there's really, there's that much material to cover for that case where we could just do it every year indefinitely and never run out of stuff. But we didn't do one this last year because I was like, well, I think we pretty much made our point. And also it's like, it's kind of a bummer, you know, because <laughs> you know? like, yeah. Uh, people died, you know, it's not a fun case. I like to do fun cases or interesting cases or mysterious cases, but cases like, like that, or like operation, you know, operation, um, paperclip or operation MK ultra, where it's just like, it's just kind of a bummer. You know, those are not the, those are not the fun ones for me where actual people are getting hurt or, you know, in, in case of, Operation Paperclip, where Nazis are getting off scot-free just because they have yeah. a skill that we want. So, yes, I remember you know. that episode because I didn't want to be on it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, thank you. Yeah. Or, no, thanks. Or even like, even like Am Shamrikyo or Shinrikyo. Was that? Yeah. yeah. Am Shamrikyo, right? Yeah. That, that was kind Japanese of a, a, yeah. a sucky, that was a sucky story because like, a lot of people got affected by that in, in Japan, you know? And, and right. Like those, those guys were kind of, I mean, they're just evil, you know? Yeah. I mean, freaking pure evil almost, you know? And then, you know, we try to have fun with it, but if you have fun with a case like that, then it, you kind of, kind of look like an asshole a little bit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah. What's this? Oh, it, <laughs> look at Agent Redacted. That is my favorite GIF, that Kermit GIF. I, that, you can respond to hey. just about anything with that GIF. It's, it's hilarious. I love it. Like somebody loses their job. You can send them that Kermit GIF. <laughs> And, you know, they'll know brighten up their day. Yeah, they'll know that you're being sarcastic, and it, it, it'll cheer anybody up. That's just such a good gift. I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> but <laughs> what one case that kind of ties? I think it sort of ties into 9/11 in a way is the TWA Flight 800, 
That's the one where witnesses saw a streak of light come up from the water and it hit the plane. It was basically a missile. And that's one where the CIA made that video saying, not Not a a missile. missile. And it's like, so obviously that it was hit by a missile. And yet they were somehow able to convince the nation, despite all the evidence and witnesses coming out and saying, yeah, they came and tampered with the crash wreckage. And it's just so suspicious. And yet they were able to convince everybody that it was not a missile and it was just a fuel, a fuel tank blew up, you know, despite that being absolutely ridiculous. And they, they, they worked. And that was sort of like, that was before nine 11. And I think that was sort of the turning point where they realized, wow, we can get away with anything, <laughs> literally anything. It doesn't matter what the witnesses see. We can get away with anything as long as we put it on TV and say that it didn't happen. So Diamond says he actually thinks that's the very first episode I was on. That might be, yeah. yeah. yeah I think that might one. be, yeah. That might be your first one. And I think that's how you convinced me to go on the show is I was really interested in that specific episode. Well, I didn't actually convince you to come on the show. So what happened was when I was doing this show, Agent Ether was, you know, we can call her a skeptic, you know, or whatever. <laughs> I think uh, she never came out and said, but I got the impression she always thought these topics were a little bit weird. And she's like, you're doing a show about what? She's like, all right, just uh, <laughs> whatever. She's kind of rolling her eyes at me, you know, kind of a thing. But she finally listened to an episode with uh, Agent ETA, Agent Kruger and I, and she heard how much fun we were having. And she's like, I want to do that. <laughs> Can I come on the show? I want to come on the show. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame you. I was like, okay, yeah, we're having a good old time. Yeah, you should come on the show. <laughs> and um, it was good for me because if she's on the show then we can tell the kids to be quiet, you know, agent redacted and agent egg. We say, okay, you guys be quiet, go in the other room and we can record in the living room. And I don't have to record out in that shed because it is cold <laughs> out there in the winter. It is cold, like really cold it, in where I live. It gets sometimes below 20 degrees and that shed, it's a tough shed. It's a nice shed, but it's not insulated. So I'm freezing my yeah. butt off out there in the winter. So if I don't have to do that, then I am all for it. Welcome to the show, Agent Ether. <laughs> <laughs> One year later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Worth it. Thank you that I don't have to freeze my butt off anymore. So we so we talked about, so that's that was a, a brief rundown. Let me see. Oh yeah, super brief rundown on our favorite <laughs> topics. But we've covered quite a lot of topics on this show. There's so much we've covered. Before we move on to just discussing whatever random BS we discuss, is there anybody in the audience that wants to come on and talk about their favorite case? Either you know, case, I already asked, and they all have stage fright. They all have stage fright. I made oh, the okay. whole room go quiet for like five minutes. Oh, really? <laughs> just, come on, <laughs> yeah. Because either a case that we have talked about, or maybe a case that we haven't talked about. Maybe there's something that you want to hear us talk about that's your favorite UFO case. Um, if you don't want to come onto the stage, then just say it in Discord. Yeah, and we'll, drop we'll, it in the chat. Yeah, drop drop in the chat, yeah. and we'll we'll uh, discuss it. Oh, we definitely always appreciate suggestions because that gives us more ideas for the show. It makes it easier for us, also, so, as far as like picking a topic because we'd rather do stuff that you know the audience wants to listen to. Right. You know, that that's a better a better way of go, going about it. You know, I think. Yeah. And there's there are so many good UFO cases and well cases in general, but. I, when I decide the cases, I try to mix it up between well-known cases 
that you know that you've heard on stuff that you see on TV, whether it's you know stuff like you know Roswell, like Roswell type stuff, like the big cases. And I try to mix in stuff that nobody's ever heard of because there's a lot of cases out there with really good evidence that nobody's ever heard of, you know? Mm-hmm. So stuff like the, you know, the Bentwaters 1956, Lake and Heath Bentwaters, one of my favorite cases, most people, if you're not like really super into UFOs, you've never heard of the case, but it has really good evidence. It has multiple independent witnesses at multiple locations it has many, many mm-hmm. witnesses. It has UFO. I mean, it has radar, actual radar data. And radar data is kind of better than like a photograph even. It's like really good, hard data. And you have people who saw it, you know, like you have that one where you had that pilot who saw it going under his plane while the people on the ground saw it going above them. And it was caught on multiple radars at the same time. It doesn't get any better than that, guys. What it was, I don't know. But it's a really good case. So I mean, those—that's an example yeah. of some of the cases that most people have never heard of. But it has excellent evidence, better evidence than most cases. But for whatever mm-hmm. reason, so I—I th- I think the the reason why some of these cases with really good evidence are not better known is because you, the skeptics can't come and say. Oh, it was nothing. I mean, they tried in Lake and Heath Bentwaters, they tried, but their explanations are absolutely ridiculous, but there's not really anything controversial to argue over. Whereas you have something like Roswell or Rendlesham, you can poke holes in those cases and yet something appears to have happened. Like in, for example, in Roswell, which we haven't, we haven't talked about yet, but we will get to it eventually, I'm sure. But one of the things, for example, in Roswell, the, the Air Force actually issued a press release saying mm-hmm. we found a UFO. The, as far as I'm aware, that's the only press release ever released where they said, yeah, we found a crash flying saucer. We got it. UFOs are real. It's here in our custody. And then they very quickly redacted that. You know, they, yep. they very quickly turned around less than 24 hours later. They said, nope, we were just kidding. Sorry. That's that was fake. <laughs> Sorry. So, so you have this case where there's like, there's something weird did happen there. What that was. Well, we can discuss that on a later episode, but I mean, it's very controversial. There's a lot of witnesses have come out over the years that are clearly making it up. A lot of witnesses who seem genuine and witnesses in between. It's a, it's a controversial yeah. case. Whereas the cases that are lesser known are not controversial at all. You're like, okay, we have hard proof that something strange happened. We don't know what it is. And that's pretty much the end of the discussion. There's not really anything to argue about, you know? So I think that's why the cases with, with really good evidence are actually less known than cases with weaker evidence. Like Roswell, the evidence is pretty weak, in my opinion, compared to some other cases. Not that yeah. there's not evidence there. It's just, it's not a slam dunk like some of these other ones. What episode well, we, did we do that was Canada's Roswell? That would be the... um. Shag Harbor. Oh, that was a good one. That was, that's a real, that's what I'm talking about. That's a really good case. Not as well yeah. known as Roswell. Much better evidence than Roswell, but not as well known. Mm-hmm. Well, you- and you know, what's crazy too, is like, even like myself, before I joined this podcast with you, like, like everybody's heard of Roswell, right? Like, even if you're not even into aliens or whatever, like everybody's heard of that shit. 
but like 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 before I, I I got on this podcast with you, I was like casually interested in UFOs. I I I've always found it interesting, but I've I, you know I've never really gotten deep into it well, before, at least you know. And then like the more and more we were doing these episodes, the more and more like you know we did some research and found out like I, like to me at least I was just like holy shit, dude. Like there's there something is happening here. So that there's like this is way more in depth than I ever thought it was, and I've becoming I've became more and more interested in it as as the episodes go on because like there's just so much evidence for all these different cases, and some of them are are can be a little wishy washy. Some of the evidence, but there is other evidence that is like to me at least it seems like hard evidence that you're just like how could you look past this and think nothing of it you know what i mean it's crazy like it, it's uh it's it's like i said become more and more interesting for me as as uh, the episodes have gone on you know and i wasn't uh before a, a huge fan of uh alien conspiracies or what have you but i am now i'll tell you that much i guess i, I was naive before but now i have seen the light yeah, well, <laughs> you know, and I'm still not convinced one way or the other, hundred percent. But there's definitely something weird going on. What it is, we we don't have proof of. So yeah, no doubt. Who knows? But I mean, there's an awful lot of cases that are kind of unusual. You know, like it. I don't know. The whole thing is just kind of interesting. You know, which is why I have a show about it. <laughs> but. Yeah. Okay, so here's here's a comment by um, Kokichi. Did you guys talk about the flying saucer that landed in an elementary school in Africa and the kids played with the aliens? Oh, um, I know that story. That's, no, that's I don't the think one, we have, right? That's the one from Zimbabwe. I, I think that's one of Zimbabwe. Um, maybe not. I don't remember one from Africa where they played with the aliens. So I'm That's worth to, an episode, dude. I'm going to have to look that one up, but I think there's one from Zimbabwe where... Yeah. The, it, I so, don't know if it is, but... There's, um, so the, the thing with this case is that all the kids pretty much reported the same thing with some variations. Yes. A lot Min of consistency. Some minor variations or whatever, but they all reported pretty similar, pretty, pretty much the same thing. But the thing about this was all, all of the adults said, no, -uh, I didn't see anything. I don't know what you're talking about, but the, there was, so that case I was sort of, I, I hadn't done a deep dive in it. But I was sort of on the fence about it or whatever. But there was a, a documentary that came out um, a couple mm -hmm. years ago. I think it was the phenomenon. Let me let me look this up. But they actually interviewed one of the school teachers who said in the in the documentary that said, "Oh yeah, I saw it." At the time, I lied and said I didn't. And I was like, "Whoa, hold on, hold on there." <laughs> but the problem with this documentary, I think it, the documentary was called the phenomenon. The problem with this documentary is it went over so much material so quickly that you're kind of like, well, hold on there. Hold on there. Like, I feel like the documentary should have been like 20 hours long instead of two, you know, it's like, well, mm -hmm. well let's, let's circle back to that. A very, very important, critical piece of witness testimony <laughs> that, that you just did for like 10 seconds and then moved on to something else. You're like, you know, it's like one of those things, but yeah. So a witness, one of the teachers came, came on the, they said that, yeah, I, I saw it. So we have, now we have witnesses that were adults at the time saying it too. So you can no longer say the kids were all just imagining something or, you know, mass hysteria or whatever. It becomes a little weaker of an explanation. You know, when you have witnesses coming out many years later, said, yeah, I, I didn't want to talk about it. And so I, I'm, I lied and said, you know, whatever, because she had no reason to say that, 
You know, like I, this, this documentary, it's not like they have a huge budget. It's not like they, they could pay her. Okay. Here's a million dollars and you can go on record and say this, you know, um, who knows, mm-hmm. maybe she wanted the attention, but it seemed genuine to me, but yeah, man, that's a good case. We're definitely going to do that one. I mean, it's on the list. It's just a matter of, oh, I mean, yeah. there's so many good cases. It's hard to decide, but I'll, I'll, I'll expedite, I'll expedite that one. I'll put that on the list. Um, I have a very long list, <laughs> but I'll put that on, uh, Zim Bob, Zimbabwe. And I'll, uh, let's see. That was, uh, Kokichi who, who requested it. So I'll give them credit for requesting it. I'm making a notation here on my phone. I have a notepad on my phone where, you know, if I run across a case I haven't heard of that I want to look into more or somebody requests something, I just have a notepad with a long list of cases here so that, um, I mean, that's like, that's one of the things people will ask me is like, Hey, will you ever run out of topics to do? I'll be like, no, <laughs> never. Nope. Nope. <laughs> yeah. That is not going to happen. There's just so many good cases. It's, it's just, I mean, yeah, we could do a case every day, you know, if I had the time for oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. If this is the only thing we were doing besides a regular job. Oh, Kokichi says I pronounced their name correctly. Okay. Well, that is accidental. Nice. If, if you have listened to this show before, then you are well aware of our skills or lack thereof in pronouncing things. <laughs> if we pronounce something correctly, it's probably just an accident. Yep. <laughs> it's, we do our best. I'll look it up sometimes, you know, but other times I forget to look it up and I just completely butcher it, you know? Oh, we had, we had one show we did. Oh, I think it was a blue book file where I was talking about the Air Force base in Japan. Yeah. And I was trying to pronounce the name of the Japanese newspaper. And so I went to Google and I listened over and over again. And I tried to say it and I just couldn't wrap my tongue uh-huh. around the pronunciation. Like it just in my head, I could hear myself saying it. But when I tried to actually say it, it was nothing like it, it was completely incorrect. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure about yeah. Japanese, but uh, I have a friend who speaks Chinese and Chinese is like a tonal language. So the same word, you can say the same word multiple ways using different tones. And like, I ha- they tried to explain it to me and I was kind of like, huh? Like, so I, I eventually I was like, oh yeah, okay. I, okay. I can hear that. Yeah. I couldn't hear it. I was just, I was just <laughs> saying I could just to move the conversation yeah. along, I guess. But it's like, well, it's just, even Google, I don't know. Google, Google translate sometimes isn't always exact. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's. I've seen some flubs there too. You know, it's, it's not always exactly the way it's supposed to be pronounced. And also, I guess you, you have different dialects in, in, in any country. Sometimes you have different accents or what have you. Uh-huh. So yeah, it's, it's not always exact with, with, with Google translate. Although I think it's, you know, usually pretty, you know, accurate. Yeah. You can get some interesting results with Google translate. If you, so type out a sentence and then put it through a few different languages and then put it back to your native language and you usually get, you know, something vaguely a, a resembling. Telephone? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vaguely resembling the original message. So Zenith Void says, I think an interesting topic would be Chernobyl and the movies and such based off it. Oh, yeah. If it hasn't already been talked about. No, I don't think we've talked about Chernobyl. Oh, I, I'd, I'd love we, to do Chernobyl. I think we mentioned it we mentioned briefly. It. Yeah, I think yeah. in the yeah. nuclear shenanigans and tomfoolery part yes, one or two episodes. Yes, yeah. that's right. I think Agent Ether mentioned that she lived in Europe at the time. And was in like the fallout area, Woo-hoo. right? In Germany. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why Agent Redacted has three arms. 
Comes in very useful. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. So yeah, we haven't really we haven't done anything in depth in about Chernobyl. Um I haven't I haven't seen any movies about it either. So um There's some TV shows. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm not sure what direction that would go, but if there's movies and stuff, we could definitely do something like that. There's also a couple horror yeah. games. Yeah, oh, there it? there are, yeah. I haven't played any of them. Well, you, even like uh, you know, what happened at Fukushima, you know, after that like tsunami and stuff, uh, you know, in Japan, that that was a pretty bad situation too. It wasn't quite Chernobyl, but it was bad also. I think that's like worth a mention at least. I don't know if we'll do a full episode on it, but we could, we could definitely touch on it if we do an episode about Chernobyl, you know. I feel like it's been in the news lately because of Ukraine, right? That was the nuclear power plant where the Russians uh, were occupying. Oh, were they occupying mm-hmm. it? Yeah, they Damn. were. Yeah. Why? Uh, it's it it's pol- radioactive. Political move. I guess there's people there it's, too. It's not that huh. radio. You can you can actually pay like a, it's a hundred bucks per person to go on a tour of Chernobyl. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, but they'll they'll, they'll only let you spend a certain amount of time there though, because there, yeah. there there is there is still radiation there, but it's it's not. I mean, it's it's survivable, you know, unless you go down des- to the elephant's foot. Probably not the most desirable vacation. Nah, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> I would rather not. I'll just look at some photographs and and some some videotape of it, you know, and and you know, read about it. I'd rather not go there. Yeah, well, I'm yeah. pretty sure for the tours, like you have to stay on a very specific part of the trail, and like most of uh-huh. the time, you're not anywhere near the power plant because lots of radiation there. Well. Ver- I hear this radiation has, in like the forests. Like I heard that Russia went through like and dug in the forests and rolled in yeah. with their tanks and like sure disturbed no. the nuclear waste. Like I'm not sure of all the details, but it was definitely in the papers. Yeah, the tours currently oh, yeah. on hold because there is, uh, you know, Ukraine's in war. Bronco Zach says Jimmy Carter stopped the meltdown and saved a plant in Canada. Really? I haven't heard that story. That's a... Who's Jimmy Carter? Sound- <laughs> Who's Jimmy Carter? Oh my God! Our education system. What is, is he? What is he uh, like Eastwood or something? He's what? He's a cowboy? Yeah, he's he tamed the Wild West. Jeez. Yes. <laughs> I think he, he's like a, oh, an Ko- actor. Kokichi says um, that. Uh, I hope I'm still pronouncing that correctly. <laughs> it says what? I wanted to add that I'm Peruvian. I enjoyed the Ma- Machu Picchu episode. Okay, sweet. Yeah, that's oh hell yeah, dude. We're we're hoping to go there next year, actually. Yeah, we're we're planning a trip to Peru next year, probably yeah. later later in the year because we want to go there. We don't want to go there during like like the uh, the rainy season and stuff. We want to be able to enjoy all the sights and stuff, you know. So, oh hell yeah, brother, dude! Yeah, like per- Peru is on the top of my bucket list, like my life bucket list. You know, I want to go there to see some of those ancient megalithic sites. There's so much all over the damn place. There's even there. I mean, there's a lot of sites in Peru that that aren't even like well necessarily well documented, but are still very important. Like to me, like like as far as like you know ancient human history goes and stuff like that, and and some of the ancient megalithic sites around the world, like like Peru is on the top of my list at least. You know, I mean that that's that's up there with the pyramids. Where you know one of those places I I need to go see before I die. I have to go see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh wait! Hey, yeah. Diamond. Diamond is raising his hand. I apologize, Diamond. I just now noticed that if uh, if it's if you've been there for a while. So let me see. How do I get them on stage? Invite to speak. You press Alt F four. That's the uh, shortcut. Oh, Alt F four. Okay. Welcome, Diamond, to the stage. What's up, dude? Hello. Um, I I was just looking at the uh 
all the episodes. And I was curious, how did you come up with the great Canadian maple syrup heist? How did you come up with that one? <laughs> that was so, a fun one. Yeah, that, that was, <laughs> that's, yeah, that one was really fun. I actually saw that on an episode of, uh, it was a documentary, I think on Netflix called Dirty Money. Let me double check this. but Yeah, it was. We watched it together. Actually, you watched it, then you made me watch it. Yeah. I, I like that episode so much. I told Ether, I was like, you have to watch this. This is crazy. And I resisted. Absolutely crazy. I was like, that sounds stupid. But it was actually, it was it was a good episode. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Because, <laughs> dude, there's a black market for maple, maple syrup. It's unreal. I would have never known. It's just random. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. huh? There's... There was a heist. They stole millions of dollars of maple syrup. It's so crazy. Yeah, like, they stole, got away with it I mean, for a long time. Yeah, it's a, it's like something out of like one of these dark comedies or something. It's it's insane. It's like Ocean's Eleven with it's 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 crazy. Ocean Eleven with syrup. Syrup. Kid. They stole syrup. <laughs> hey kid, you want some syrup? <laughs> it's crazy. That was that was a really fun case. Yeah, so I saw that on Dirty Money, and I knew I had to do that on the show at some point because it was just too much fun. That's just weird. Yeah. I also, if you guys like that case, um, I also kept bugging. I don't know if it was because I kept bugging them, but um, one of the shows that's similar to us that I listen to is um, Alien Theorist Theorizing. They're actually from Canada, and they also did that, uh, an episode on that, because I, I kept bugging them, and I, I'm sure that you know maybe I brought it to their attention to hopefully that you know I influenced them or whatever. I don't know. But they did also did the, Canadian syrup heist and their their version is also a lot of fun. So if you want to hear Canadians doing silly Canadian accents and and things, <laughs> they we're we're not great at accents, but they they're actually Canadian. So they you know. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, a Canadian friend. Um, I told him about the episode, and apparently they never knew about it. Wow! So I I showed him. Yeah. Really. Yeah. yeah it is interesting. So, it is Dirty Money on Netflix, season one, episode five, The Great Canadian Maple Syrup Heist. And there's two seasons altogether. It's a good show altogether. Um, it looks like it, they didn't do a third season, and the second season was shorter than the first, I guess. Or, uh, no, actually, it's the same, six and six. But yeah, it's a, it's a good show. They they do a good job of... Um, of talking about different things. Let's see, there's... I feel like if shows aren't wildly popular and, uh, you know, they don't make a lot of money, then they get canceled, which is which is unfortunate. Even something that people enjoy and it has a good following, if it's not an absolute blockbuster, a lot yeah. of times they get canceled. Yeah, Netflix Firefly. does that. Yeah, it's too Netflix bad, yeah. is really bad about that. Yeah, I think a lot of things get kind of like lost in the mix. Yeah. Like even though they might be really awesome and really well made or what have you, or, or even just entertaining, there's so much content that comes out like on, on Netflix or even like like Amazon Prime, uh, you know, and stuff like that. Like some of that stuff just get it, it gets lost, you know? It, it yeah. Just so, didn't, didn't make a big enough impact, you know? Some of the topics they've covered on the show is the Volkswagen emission scandal, which is really interesting. It's kind of depressing in some parts of it because they, they show how like they experiment on animals at one part, which kind of bummed me out. But other than that, it's a really mm. interesting case. Mm. Let's see. There's uh, something about payday loans, which is real, was a real eye opener. Cause I've never used payday loans. I'm like, wow, that should be illegal. There's a, uh, something about valent pharmaceuticals about money laundering. 
um, about uh, Wells Fargo. That's uh, that was fun. <laughs> we actually hmm. our previous house we had a, a mortgage through Wells Fargo, and there were shenanigans. You know, um, there's uh, let's see, so about uh, oh we, we don't want to talk about politics on this. We we'll worry about that. There's um, more money money laundering. Let's see, uh, elderly abuse. This was actually Guardians Inc. Season two, episode five. This is what you should watch if you're interested in understanding the depths of what happened with the Britney Spears case. This one's about elder abuse, but what happened to her is essentially the same thing, except she's not elderly. But it's, I mean, you can, it's shocking. Like, if you watch that episode, you're like, how? How is this allowed in our society? Why do we allow this? It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. And yet it's still happening as I speak. Somebody is, this is happening to, it's crazy. It's what's one of those things where it's just kind of depressing to watch because it sinks in. You're like, dude, there's not a damn thing I can do about this. You know, it's, it, it's one of those cases, man. But, and then there's uh let's see. Oh yeah. Another one with, um, and then the last episode in season two is like pollution in Texas, which is another interesting case to see how, sort of, you know, big business can influence politics to make something bad happen to the people that live there. <laughs> and mm-hmm. also why people who live there, some of them would go along with it. It's a, that's an that's a really interesting case to help you understand like why sometimes this stuff can go on for a long time because there's different a lot of different moving parts to these things. So, I don't know. Really good show. I highly recommend it. Dirty Money on Netflix. Highly recommend it. There's a, another episode that caught my eye. The oh god, the Dyatlov Pat. Yeah, Dyatlov Pat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you don't, we don't have like a solution. Is that the word I'm looking for? Solution. Yeah, they're not sure. Yeah, like we yeah. don't know what happened. And yeah, just, there wasn't. It just gets your mind going. Get those gears turning. Yeah, yeah, that's one of those. That's one of those uh, situations. It's a big question mark, you know. And and obviously something very violent happened. And like, there's there's plenty. I mean, there's evidence. Like they ever like you know, there's some deaths there involved, you know. And so it, like, uh, yeah, that's that's one of those things where it's like, what the hell happened here? Like, there's really not enough evidence to give you like you know one definitive like outcome. You know what I mean? And or that's one of the things. There's that, too much evidence. You know, yeah, <laughs> all pointing yeah. in different directions. Yeah, yeah, that that was a crazy one. That 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 yeah, that one. I, that's another episode I really enjoyed, like doing the research, even though it was like sad. You know, some of the stuff, but it's one of those things where you're just like, "What the hell is happening here?" You know, like what the hell happened? Yeah, I was trying to like strategize, like, okay, well, this happened here, so they must have went over here for a reason. No, that can't be right. Maybe they went like it was. It got me. Yeah. Yeah. confused there's yeah i was confused too you know it's like with the way like some of the the bodies were found and stuff and and like the evidence that was found it's like i like it this doesn't make sense like i don't know what the hell happened here i remember Which, one of them like went up a tree or something yeah 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 there's we we tried our best that that's one of those cases where it's really hard to present all of the evidence there's so much to that case we did our best but i don't think we covered all of the nuances but um, my explanation for that case that covers most of what the evidence is, it doesn't cover everything. There's a lot that it doesn't account for, 
But I think the most likely explanation is that uh, the Russians were apparently testing aerial concussion mines around that time, around that area. Mm-hmm. So what what they'll it'll like drop a bomb and it'll detonate before it hits the ground with the intention of disorienting people on the ground. That could explain why they cut their way out of the tent, for example, because but it doesn't. If it, it doesn't explain the tree part. No, it doesn't explain the tree. It doesn't explain the missing tongue or the missing eyeballs. It doesn't explain a lot, but it does explain some of it. You know, it, it explains more than any other explanation by itself. But again, it's not, it's definitely not a slam dunk. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like you wouldn't go up in a tree to catch a mine. Now would you? No. Nope. Yeah, exactly. And also <laughs> They would have climbed that tree. So let's say they were testing mines in that area. They would have dropped the mines. They would have ran in a panic. And then after they ran away, they would have climbed the tree after the mines were being dropped. So after everything was back to normal, now we're going to climb a tree for some reason. You know, like, why? (laughs) You know, it's weird. It's just, it doesn't make any sense. That's another one of those cases that's really, really fascinating. Probably wanted to get a closer look at them, I guess, if. They didn't know what they were. Yeah, right. It, weren't they like in like their underwear, basically? Maybe it's less cold up in the tree. True. I, I forgot <laughs> about that. Yeah, some mm-hmm. of them were unclothed. A lot of them were wearing other people's clothes. That could be explained by something called paradoxical undressing, where I guess when you're freezing to death, you start to feel like you're like really hot. So you want to take off your clothes and... I guess other people would be like, okay, well, if you're not using that, I'm definitely going to use it because I'm freezing my ass off. Or I don't know, like if you undress at that point, that that only, from what I understand, that only happens when you're almost dead. So you would undress and then you would just freeze to death. You wouldn't yeah. really put on somebody else's clothing. It, I don't know. It, it's weird, right? Like it's, it's very yeah. strange, very strange case. A lot of fun. I mean, I, I say that with an asterisk. I'm not trying to be an asshole. <laughs> I don't mean I don't mean it's a lot of fun because people died. I mean it's a lot of fun to try to ponder what happened. It's, it's a real mystery. Like your like swamp gas. Yeah, probably. I right, got some well, swamp gas. Oh, I'm gonna I'm <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and dip All right. out of here. Thanks yeah. for coming on, dude. Yeah, thanks for yeah. coming on. I really appreciate it. By the way, guys, Diamond is actually editing some YouTube videos and stuff for us. So check us out on YouTube. Uh, he's putting. Um, like links and photographs and stuff. So if we do an episode like the Lubbock Lights, he'll do, I guess it's mostly just like our logo, but when we talk about something that will require a visual, like the pictures for the Lubbock Lights, he's putting those on the episode so that you can actually see what we're talking about. And I do want to do more YouTube stuff and um, I want to do like a video version of the podcast. So that's going to be coming up when I can get around to it. I have to figure out how to get... You know, I, I want to do maybe like Twitch and YouTube live. Maybe there's a way I can do both of those simultaneously or one or the other. I don't know. I have to look into it. Uh, a little bit of legwork to figure that out. But coming, uh, I wouldn't say shortly, but at some point in the future, <laughs> we will hopefully be doing like live video versions of the podcast for, you know, for that. Uh, I don't know when that's going to happen. Hopefully soon. I don't know for sure. But I appreciate you helping us out with that, Diamond. It's really awesome that we have some YouTube content going. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. If you guys want to check that out, it's on YouTube. Oh yeah. Look, Ether's, Ether's posting pictures of our cryptids. They're the best. They're awesome. Oh yeah. Uh, (laughs) We're not, we're not, we're not being little turds. They're awesome. (laughs) 
What's up, Agent Redacted? Do, do you still want me to animate some of like the uh, moments to put them on YouTube and stuff? Yeah, if you want to animate some stuff for YouTube, that'd be cool. Right. Yeah, Agent Redacted is, uh, he's really good at animating stuff. Self-taught at, at a very young age. How old were you when you started using, um, what, what was the first one you used? Um, Pivot Animator. Yeah, how old were you? Seven. Yeah, he's like seven years old. And wow. he wanted to learn how to, it's like a stick figure animation program. And I don't know how to do that stuff. So he just, he read, as a seven-year-old, he read the manual and figured it out and started animating stuff. It was, it was a really good program, except for the fact it's filled with viruses and tries to get me to install random crap. Yeah. It, the, the program itself is really good, but they added a bunch of bloatware and stuff to it. So it's not really usable anymore, unfortunately, because it's a really good program. It's simple, easy to use as these things go, you know? Yeah, now, now I use OpenTunes. That's a really good open source software. It's like Blender, you know, just amazing. Okay. No, no uh, viruses or anything. Yeah. You Hey, do you have um, one of your animations from Pivot that you can post in the chat? Uh, <laughs> we, put, we put a couple things on YouTube, didn't we? Yeah. All right. Well, so you get an idea of the kind of stuff he was doing. <laughs> I'm going to our old YouTube channel. I did some I did some sound for for one of one or two of them. Oh, look at that! That's a oh, that's a cute picture right there. People kept copying our old YouTube channel name, and I'm I'm not even kidding. I know I came up with that YouTube channel name all by myself, and people cop. I'm good at coming up with names, I guess, because people keep copying them. My um my favorite claim to fame <laughs> is uh is well, I have two gamer gamer tags that I came up with. Uh, that's that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not, I have seen people imitating this. And uh the the first one was Crazy Foot because we had this this remote control car that somebody got for the I think their uncle got for the kids. <laughs> I missed that RC car. And it was this little RC car and it would flip over so it could drive upside down or right Crazy side up. Foot. And one side was green, one side was blue and it would say stuff when it was driving around so it would flip over and it would say something and one of the things it said was no it said this is crazy fun (laughs) right so this is crazy fun but it sounded like crazy foot so you know (laughs) i would always say oh that's crazy foot so that's you know so that was one of the gamer tags i used and i'd never seen that before but after i started using that i saw all kinds of people mimicking it because why not crazy foot i guess has a nice ring to it but um, the other one is less less commonly used. <laughs> but <laughs> hey, how often is it that you can come up with a completely unique gamer tag? Not that easy to do. It's really easy. I've done it twice. Once with Crazy Foot. The second time <laughs> with my favorite and current gamer tag that I use is Butt Knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> now, our youngest shares that username with oh his friends, like if they're online together. Yeah. I, should, is, I should kick them off the account. So it's hilarious because my I tell my kids to use their own accounts on our we, consoles we or whatever, but I've actually had to tell parents before, I'm like, he's using my, all right. They're like, what's your account name? I'm like, uh, <laughs> <Bud> knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, uh, reminds me, I think, uh, was, was my Steam account originally yours? Uh, yeah, I, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's mine now since I bought like 90% of the stuff on it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so <laughs> um, 
Yeah, that, that one is, uh, you know, I've regretted it once or twice. But overall, it's uh, <laughs> it's a unique name, I guess. <laughs> less, oh, less special. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Less often <laughs> imitated. Crazy foot is, you can find a lot of crazy foots out there, but not as many butt knuckles. People are not as willing to be butt knuckles. Um, an, another one that I've used in the past, I've, I've used uh, Satan's sphincter. That's that's one. That, that one never really caught on. <laughs> Uh, you know, unfortunately, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, um, it kind of, it kind of funny how like, uh, both of us, like, uh, our gaming tags are, are generally, uh, you know, based in like poop humor. I know. Right. You know, like, like, like my, my, <laughs> oh, my God. gamer tag is, is poos in the dark. Yeah. It's so mysterious. You know? hey. I just, I can't help but thinking when I hear you guys talk, like how old are you? <laughs> I mean, good mentally, yeah. mentally not yeah. very old at there's, all. There's mentally physical, they never passed yeah. high school. Physical and mental. You know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sinners. <laughs> Lucifer has the higher kill count says, uh, Oh, Lucifer. Oh, Zenith Void said, Lucifer versus Mothman statue. Who would win? <laughs> Did somebody just uh, who the hell is Lucifer? I mean, did they that that was from the um the Denver airport? So did did they misspell Lucifer oh. or something? Oh, no, yeah. no, no. Were they tapping on the keyboard so, like Shit. I don't I don't think Agent Redacted is is aware of this, but at the Den- at the Denver airport, they put I don't know if it's still there, but they put this big statue as you drive up. There's this there's this like basically this horse from hell with like these glowing red eyes and it's anatomically there. So it has, (laughs) it has a big old hanging schlong and you know, a butthole and everything. And it looks friggin' evil. And it's like, you're you're driving up to the airport. Is this, do you want to see like an evil horse from hell as you're about to risk your life on an airplane? Is that what you want to see? It's terrifying. It's the worst thing ever. I don't want to see that when I'm going to the airport. Okay. How far are we from Denver? It has red eyes. Okay. so funny. How far are we from Denver airport? We're pretty far from Denver. Damn it. (gasps) They glow in the dark. That's what I said. Yes, they do. They glow in the dark. It's crazy. I wasn't making that up. It reminds me. Um, yeah, <laughs> I found a picture. Yeah, and it's, put a picture. Yeah, Jesus it's, it's on its hind Christ. legs. It's it's cock and balls are hanging why, right out why, there. Why, why, yeah, it's, it's like, like a horse of the apocalypse. It's a work it, dude, of art. You're, you're driving by. You know, you're, somebody you're, took time to sculpt that. Let's say you're driving somebody by in your oh, car. Yeah. To sculpt that. Let's say you're driving by in your car, and let's say you have daughters, not sons, and your daughter goes, "Daddy, what is that?" Be like, "Was what underneath the uh, horse?" You're like. Don't worry about that. You'll find out when you're older. You don't. Like, I don't want to talk about yeah. it. That's a big giant penis. Like, why? How, why? How big is why? this statue? It's pretty big. Yeah. Oh God! I want to say like thirty feet tall, maybe. Oh, okay. I, right. I forget the exact dimensions. It's pretty big though. But yeah. Oh yeah. There you go. Reminds me. Have Diamond just posted a, a picture? That's yeah, yeah, dude. That it's that's that's terrifying, right? Does now, mm-hmm. if you're making a statue, does it have to have a penis and a butthole? Can you just make the Mind statue? Me. Remember, in Red do you Dead have Redemption, to really be that accurate? Horses were a bit too atomic. Correct. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh Jesus. yeah, yeah, yeah. They went into depth uh, in that game. Yeah, you know, as far as like when when it was cold or when it was hot. That uh, was, there a was a fun difference. game. I, I never spent any of the time doing like the missions or anything. I remember like jumping my horse off a cliff. I had the shitty starter horse that was yeah. dying because it was fun. That Red Dead 2 is... That horse was abused, man. Red Dead 2 is an absolute masterpiece. 
The only reason why I didn't play more of it is because, man, my thumb can only take so much. <laughs> you know, my thumb is still tired yeah. from playing that yeah. game. You know, like, mo- motors are pretty cheap. I could build you something to just smash the A button. <laughs> or they could just make it to where you can just hold down the button instead of, instead of having to that's, mash it that's for less realistic the whole time. Ugh. For some reason. My hand is still sore from that game. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's some secret about, you know, how going fast on your horse without having to hold down the button. What, what do you mean? You don't want carpal tunnel? I know, right? Sounds sounds like fun. Seriously. And you're going to break your controller <laughs> doing that nonsense. Yeah. Hey, good Has time. it occurred to you maybe that's why the uh, PlayStation controllers were always so wonky? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> from all that button pushing? Just yeah. Button yeah. Stick, well, the, the stick drift, too. Yeah, yeah, that's. I don't think smashing a button's going to cause stick drift. Yeah, Uh, I mean, yeah, I know, but it it always happened though. Did mash it a lot, to be fair. Have you guys seen the uh, Graham car crash guy? No. So it's a dude designs to withstand car crashes and being hit by cars and stuff. I'll send a picture in chat, but he looks like uh, looks all screwed up and stuff, like huge rib cage, huge. He doesn't have a neck. He just has more rib cages. (laughs) <laughs> it's a really freaky sculpture. It's kind of oh, creepy. Okay. Like a crash dummy? Oh, it's a sculpture. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Oh, nice. It's right. it's amazing. Oh my gosh. That is creepy and strange. Yeah. Are, are those like extra nipples? What is that? Yeah, yeah. The extra nipples because it's like extra fat. Okay. And uh, if, you want, if you want more Nightmare Fuel, just look up the artist who did this. I love their stuff. It's like a Junjito Ito. That, oh, that is, yeah. I've seen that before. That is super creepy. <laughs> Ew, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Uh, That's weird. I think I've seen that woman based on what they believed people would look like in the future due to excessive phone use. It's hilarious. <laughs> like, like claw claw hands and like like just tilted over their back. It's freaking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. The, the, yeah. I mean, there's technology is advancing quickly. And, you know, we are not phys- physiologically, we're not advancing quickly. So who knows what's going to happen? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, his legs look uh, normal and stuff. Like from the from the waist down, it looks like a normal human being. But then when you get up, and you the arms, I guess, are pretty normal. Looks like but an yeah, alien. Like, uh, yeah, you're like what yeah, the yeah, hell? Well, like Diamond, yeah, I like remember Diamond just said, like, like a uh, definitely Doctor Who monster that looked the same. Oh yeah, yeah, whatever, <laughs> whatever it is, it definitely evolved wrong. That's yeah. for sure. I agree with you, Diamond. Yeah, there's some something right there. That's for dang sure. Yep. All yes. right. Any previous cases or anything else? Any random topics, whatever, that we want to talk about? I don't know. I'm kind of feeling oh, it's know. winding down. Remember that? Uh, is, it wind- is it winding down? Is the momentum slowing? Yeah. I'm feeling it. We're at about an hour 20. Yeah. Yeah. We need to go for 10 hours. I don't. I start to crash straight. after Let's about an hour. I could do it for yeah. another three hours. Well, there there are podcasts that go for like like five like really oh, long time God. like five Remember or six the hours. One we're driving down Six Flags, freaking UFC guy. Yeah, Ariel, Ariel Helwani. He's got he calls it like the MMA hour, but it's actually like five hours. He did talk about MMA for like ninety yeah. percent of it. Yeah, yeah, it's Just funny. Random that shit. dude, that dude can talk. Yeah. It's funny because, like, yeah, a lot of his show is actually not about MMA. Sometimes it depends on the episode, but. Well, with his show, though, um, it'll be like five hours long, but I don't typically listen to the whole show. I might listen to only an hour that he has a guest that I'm interested in listening to, but that's yeah. a long show, man. That's a real commitment, you yeah, know? It reminds me of Bill oh, Burr's yeah. podcast, they're special. 
You're too young to listen to Bill Burr. Who the hell's letting you listen to Bill Burr? <laughs> you. Oh, yeah, that is me. Yeah, for sure. But by the way, so I was listening to one of his shows recently, um, and it just, it was hilarious. Like, he was coming up with these wacky conspiracies. Like, he said, um, he, so his idea, he was joking, of course, because he's a comedian, but he said that, okay, so the hurricanes are actually caused, Home Depot is somehow behind them because, uh, you know, obviously, they, you know, the place oh, gets open. The place gets wrecked, but he's like, yeah, how come the hurricane wrecks everything, but Home Depot's open the next day or whatever? You know, it's funny when he said it. I'm not doing it justice. Reminds me, I remember there's like (laughs) a uh, disaster meter for Waffle House. You can judge the severity of an apocalypse by, is Waffle House open? Is Waffle House operating with emergency (laughs) rations? Or is Waffle House closed? I've never heard of this. When Waffle House is closed, you get the hell out of that area. You are not safe there. (laughs) So I I guess the Waffle House does not like to close. I think Waffle House is more of an East Coast thing, right? Yeah, I got all excited. I went to one. I was like, oh, they're going to have the best waffles ever because they're called the Waffle House. Okay, here's here's the Wikipedia page. It's the Waffle House Index. No, and it just was not a good experience. It wasn't bad. It was just, you know, waffles. Ugh. Yeah. It wasn't horrible. It, it was, was cheap. horrible. It was cheap and it was edible. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that one of those restaurants? It's kind of like a like a, a golden corral or it's like a like a buffet, like an open no. buffet. No, it's not a buffet. Oh, okay, yeah, it's no. It's oh, just, so it's more like it's more like Denny's or something. Yeah, kind of like a Denny's, I guess. I think they serve okay. waffles. Yeah, they ser- definitely serve waffles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and other breakfast foods. God, when they serve pancakes, they've gone too far, strayed too far from God. Yeah. This podcast has gone too far if we're spending this much time on the Waffle House. Holy crap. <laughs> we should do an episode on it. There's an actual index. Let's do not hey, just talk about it's the not, Waffle House. It's not hard to make some mean-ass waffles, dude. Like, like when I make waffles, I have a waffle maker at my, at my house, and uh, you know, I'll, I'll uh, put some bacon in there and stuff, and, and you know, like that bacon makes everything better. In my opinion, you know. So Tyrannosquatch says, I'm in Ohio. <laughs> Waffle House isn't about the food. It's about the experience. You don't go to Waffle House unless it's after 1 a.m. That's when the show begins. I heard that. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> I've seen, well, I've seen, I've seen videos like on Check. YouTube of like people getting in fights and stuff at Waffle House uh-huh. and like all sorts of shenanigans and stuff like that. Yeah. Sounds I, like I, Walmart. Like I forgot East about that. Coast Walmart sort of a situation wow. going on there. Waffle House is the Walmart of <laughs> breakfast restaurants. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Waffle House is a lawless land, says Zenith Void. Reminds <laughs> me like, uh, you know, of speaking of large department stores, I wanna I wanna go in IKEA and just hide there, like yeah. zombie apocalypse. I'm going to IKEA. Nobody will find me. They have food. They have I've furniture. Seen. They have fake books. Oh, they do have food, don't they? What more do you need in a zombie apocalypse? You could you could teach yourself Swedish by reading all the book titles and uh, gibberish. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure instructions gibberish. for putting together furniture. I don't think that's real Swedish. It's, on it's the... Swedish gibberish. Yeah, it's yeah. Those are all made up words, apparently. That's hilarious. Because like I've been to IKEA before, and be like, "Oh, is that okay?" Well, I'll remember that in case I ever meet somebody from Sweden. But no, they're all fake words, I guess, which is kind of funny if you think about it. How many people have done that? Not that many, but probably somebody has done that, (laughs) right? Every time I ever ever hear like the word Swedish, I always just I remember like the Swedish chef from uh, from uh, (laughs) Sesame Street Muppets. 
Muppets. The Muppets. Yeah. yeah. I think it was the Muppets, right? Yeah, I think I, so. Yeah. I feel like that's probably culturally insensitive these days. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, really probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pro- probably, are, uh, but I feel like, I feel also like the Swedish, like people aren't not, they're not that sensitive. You know, they're probably okay yeah. with it, probably I guess. Cool. Maybe I, cool. I'm just making an assumption here. Yeah. Weezer has a, a YouTube video, uh, one of their songs, and it's with the Muppets. And I saw it the other day for the first time, and it was just, it made me all nostalgic. Yeah. The Muppets are actually, it's actually a really good show. There's not that many kids shows that I would still watch today. That's one of them. The Muppets is actually pretty good. I feel hey, SpongeBob is also another one. If, if, you, if you haven't seen The Muppets Take Manhattan, you're missing out. Go check that shit out. It's a good movie. What, what were you going to say, ETA? Fraggle Rock. Oh, yeah. Fraggle Rock's good, too. Yeah, dude. That was one of my favorites when I was a kid. And I will still go back. I, I've actually, like, from time to time, I'll go back and watch a little bit of Fraggle Rock, even though it's, like, it's just nostalgic for me at this point. Like, it's not like I'm going there to, you know, really have a good time, I guess, you know. But, like, it's still, it's one of those things where that was, like, I love that show so much when I was a kid. Every once in a while, I got to go back and experience it, you know. You got to sing us the theme song now. No, no, don't don't do that. Oh, yeah, we'll oh get, you're not we'll allowed to do that. Huh? We're not allowed. Yeah, that's copyright. We're not allowed to. Don't sing Happy Birthday either. <laughs> no, cop- I'm pretty sure Happy Birthday is public domain. Oh well, it it used to not be. No, it used to not be, but that was totally. Um, that well, we won't. That's ah, that might actually be a good episode. The, oh, yeah, the Happy yeah. Birthday thing, but um, the people who claimed that copyright and made a butt ton of money on it didn't actually own the copyright. They just sort of made up that they did. <laughs> that'd huh. be that'd be a good conspiracy. But yeah, though that was to- that should have been public domain all along. Somebody said Tell it wasn't. The Rock. They made a gazillion dollars Tell on it. So good for them for I guess cheating the system. I don't know. But yeah, so I guess I don't know, I guess it's winding down. There's like so many cases we've done that we haven't even had a chance to talk about. Like for example, the 1976 Tehran UFO incident which is, I mean, oh, that's, yeah. that's like a really, really good case. Or, um, you know, some of, some of the UFO crashes like Kecksburg, we talked about, you know, Shag Harbor or whatever. Um, we, we mentioned like, we haven't done that many abduction cases, but we did like, um, the Betty and Barney Hill. We did the Travis. Walton. That was a fun one. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's, we've done so much stuff. Well, and we've also done stuff like the, the what is it called? The Voynich uh, Manuscript? Yeah, the Voynich Manuscript. Or yeah, that was Voynich? a good one. It's Whatever. a fun episode. Yeah. yeah. That one was a good one. It was like, there's really too much <coughs> to talk about, even just to go through and mention. We can't even mention all the stuff in just one episode. But, I mean, we've done a lot of really, really interesting stuff. And Harp? Yeah. Yeah, Harp was a good one. And like, just, like I was saying on the... um about the uh the Dyatlov pass it's some of these cases you can't really even do them justice in an hour although we do our best but i feel like we could go back and do a second episode for a lot of these topics particularly topics where we didn't have you know all of the agents on them we could definitely do like a second a second uh take on some of these topics you could just start from the beginning and cycle back through yeah right that would be I'm sure people would love to hear that. <laughs> or like MK Ultra. Yeah. You know? I don't want to do it. That one was depressing, man. Well, MK Ultra. That was like yeah, I guess. really that one really bummed me out, dude. Because it's like, dude, we're we're paying for that, man. We're supporting that stuff. And they said, Oh, yeah. we're not doing that anymore. Pff, yeah, right. There's probably they're probably still doing something similar, you know? 
for every yeah, time every yeah. time you find out about something like that how much well, stuff are you not finding out about you know then the, there's so much material that we could we could you know just passively glance upon in uh you know a 45 minute to an hour and a half long episode just in like megalithic structures like you know we've talked about like the pyramids and stuff and you know, um, Gobekli Tepe, and and as a matter of fact, uh, in in Turkey, there's been other like quote unquote Gobekli Tepe type sites that have been found and researched since we have uh, talked about it. And there, there's there's more and more uh, discoveries being made in that area as far as like ancient like megalithic structures that have been uncovered. There's a lot of really freaking interesting, cool shit that's going on there. I mean, there there there's some some serious archaeology happening right now that really could flip you know the whole story of like you know the human civilization and how advanced we were uh, how far back we were advanced you know what i mean like uh, there's some cool shit going on right now man that's in archaeology some really cool shit in my opinion like uh you know i don't know i find that extremely interesting like it's they're, they're yeah yeah i mean before you know without getting into it like i said cool as shit dude like, yeah so so damn awesome some of the stuff that's being researched right now you know yeah bronco zach mentioned the aqua teen aqua teen spirit journey formation anniversary and so dude aqua teen hunger force i love that oh, show yeah that show is so good oh, hilarious <laughs> yeah we, my we favorite characters yeah it's a movie is, is that just fast food south park Pretty no, kind of not really. Oh, uh, very different from South yeah, Park. Very I mean, different. Yeah, it's. A, I love Carl, their next door neighbor. That yeah. dude's awesome, and also the Moonanites. The Moonanites are They're the best. Hilarious. Yes. <laughs> Come, uh, let's sodomize our vast imaginations. <laughs> That's dude, that show is just so good. It's so good. I love that show. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Meatball might be my favorite favorite character. I don't know, but yeah, like, yeah. There's so many. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. That that show is just hilarious, ridiculous, and that's what I love about it. It's so freaking ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm doing it as hard as I can. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Space Kataz. Hey, Agent Anderson. What's up? What watch are you wearing? I'm wearing an awesome watch. <laughs> but yeah so um i guess yeah we're about an hour 30 give or take so i guess i guess that's pretty good for this time we'll we'll wrap it up but um to to finish it up i just want to say thanks for everybody so much for listening it's uh without people listening we probably wouldn't be doing the show still and we really appreciate you guys and uh yeah we'll hey as long as you guys keep listening we'll keep doing it you know it's pretty much as simple yeah. as that. Because, I mean, I read about this stuff, you know, all the time, you know, in my free time, but I don't necessarily do a show about it. But if, you know, if people want to hear about it, then we'll keep doing it. But yeah, I mean, like I, I used to be sort of a skeptic, like I used to read skeptical explanation for things. But when I really started reading some of like the source material, like witness statements and stuff like that, I started seeing these discrepancies between what the skeptics were saying and what the witnesses were saying was like, well, hold on. The skeptics didn't mention that, or they didn't take this into consideration. They're leaving pieces out. This is not the whole story. So then I became more interested and I started going down all these rabbit holes and be like, well, there's a lot more here than meets the eye. 
what that is, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of what started this show out is just sort of me wanting to look into things in more depth and listening to other podcasts that while a lot of them are very entertaining, not all of them go into that much depth. You know, they they don't really mm-hmm. use source material. They use secondary material or whatever. I, I don't always do that myself, but as much as possible, I like to go to like original witness statements and original documents and source material as much as I can to, to kind of find, you know, if, is there any evidence behind any of this stuff? And that's sort of what started me making this show. And it's sort of changed over the years, you know, it's changed over time, but that's still sort of the core of it is, you know, what can we find? Is there anything real here or is it just a fun story? And if it's a fun story, we, we might still talk about it, but we're not going to pretend like it's real. At least I'm not, you know, we'll, we'll say, you know, this is a cool story, but we couldn't find anything real. And I think a lot of shows, uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to name any shows that might have hosts with crazy hair, but I think they sensationalize stuff on purpose <laughs> because it's good for ratings. You know, people like sensational yeah. stuff, but um, I don't know. That's, that's just not the kind of show I want to do. So the kind of show I want to do is this show. And we really appreciate everybody listening. And that's, that's what we're, that's where we're at for episode 150. And here's to uh, cheers to 150 more episodes. Hopefully we'll make it that far. Any other final thoughts, uh, agents? Good to go. Good to go. Agent, uh, agent redacted. God, I've been trying not to cough this whole episode. Yeah. Agent that's redacted. Why, that's why my voice has been sounding like, eh. yeah, agent redacted is sick. So he's, he's, being a real trooper and not coughing into the mic because he knows if he coughs into that mic, I'm going to give him the evil eye. I'm going to give him the stink eye. I'm going to be locked (laughs) in the roof for uh, 14 days again. Yeah. That's that's what happens. Yeah. You go to the attic. All right. (laughs) You cough into the mic and my, under my roof, you're going above my roof. You know, that's, you know, you know, if if I cough into the mic, the clear coat might get scratched. That's true. Man, there's so much stuff going around though. When I went to the urgent care the other day, uh, the doctor said there's just the waiting room's always filled with people bringing their kids in for like the upper oh, respiratory yeah. infections. And they're just like colds and sniffles. But because it gets so sensationalized in the news, you know, they're calling it the triple-demic. The triple-demic. Oh, it's no. the nanomachine. COVID flu and upper well, respiratory infections. I can I can tell you right now, like like the my my last work week, you know, like uh like there has been a bug going around where we're mm-hmm. Like there's been people getting sick as shit. Like like, and it's like it's like a good solid cold. It's not nothing crazy, but it's it, like it's not COVID or nothing. But like, they're getting good and sick, you know. Like and like like my last week was a, a four day work week, right? Uh, three of those days I worked sixteen hour shifts because we were so short staffed. Because like like you know like multiple people called in sick on each shift, and and then you have to like you have to hold over. It is what it is, you know, like you have no choice. You, you have to hold over, like, you know, like, like, it, like you have to, you have to have enough staffing level there to make the, the situation safe, you know, but like, like, uh, so yeah, that sucked, but I also worked overtime and, and made more money. So I'm okay with that, you know, all right, I'll, I'll make more money. More <laughs> money. Yeah. About, I'll put uh, that shit in the bank, baby. In my high school, it has at least a thousand students, but like. For a while, like a good 20, 25% of them have been uh, out of school because all the flus and stuff. And because uh-huh. I think this is a lot of people's exposure to just being in a large group of people every day. You know, oh, yeah. Periods yeah. and stuff. 
Yeah, yeah. Whenever you have that many people like, 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 uh, like in the same spot, like a, a school or anything, you're always going to have all sorts of different, you know, viruses and bacteria or what have you that are going to be transmitted. Like it's unavoidable, you know, yeah. it is what it is. We yeah, have that missed, many people in a close. I've missed like 12 know. days of school. Cause I got COVID and I got sick. He got, him and, and he got his sick brother. again. Oh my God. They had got COVID so bad. And I think it really hurt their immune systems because redacted has been sick multiple times since he caught COVID. It hasn't been that bad sick. It's more been like uh, sick. Like, you know, you're just tired. Well, I wonder if because they didn't go to school for a whole year and then when they went back to school, now there's all kinds of bugs that well, they haven't built up immunities to. It wasn't know? just not yeah. going to school. Yeah. It's not going outside for a year, pretty much. Yeah. Well, and that's also like one of the arguments like, uh, uh, you know, I've seen, uh, uh, you know, um, biologists make or what have you, that like, you know, like washing your hands more and more will actually weaken your immune system. Like you actually don't want to be that clean because then your immune system won't be that strong. You have to have some exposure to some some of this stuff, like in order to create a, a strong immune system, right? Yeah, or so they say. But uh, I don't like being sick. I'll tell you that. I'll tell yeah. you that much. I I remember after I got uh, COVID, I was still at uh, quarantine because I got uh, well, they called my mouth. Yeah, like ulcers. Like yeah, that. it was pretty painful. Yeah. Yeah. Really. And I was trying to yeah, do my homework, yeah. and I was reading the question. It was like. When the electromagnetic wave, when the when the wave signs, when the wave, like I couldn't read it. No, my brain was foggy. Yeah, dude, that COVID brain fog is real. <laughs> That's I, I couldn't do my schoolwork. I uh, I got I got the nasty vid myself, and I don't know, dude. I don't know. I was the only one who didn't get it. It was really weird. I, like I'm pretty sure you had it. You just didn't have positive. I had no yeah. symptoms. Well, you did too. Have probably, I was get tired. You were, I'm out. always you tired. Were probably, you were probably the same. Like when I when I got COVID, I tested positive for it. Like and I was like I was sick, but I wasn't like that sick. You know, I, it just felt like a regular cold to me. Really, um, like. Yeah, it was. I, I know I tested positive because I took a specific test to test for COVID. But like, um, when I knew I, after I knew I had had it, I was like, all right, well, let's see what happens, right? But like, you know, you heard all these like different stories, and I know everybody like responded to that differently, you know. But for me, at least, it was uh, very minor. It was. It was. I've I've been way sicker with like the flu and, and stuff like that, like you know, catching the flu or what have you, that where it really hits you hard. When I caught COVID, it wasn't that, like, to me at least, it wasn't that bad. I know other people had had it really bad, and it really affected them, you know, and, and like, that sucks. But, like, I mean, at least when I had it, it, it wasn't, it really wasn't a big deal at all. I just felt a little sick, you know, and I, I'm grateful for that, to be honest, but. I think it's all those variants. That's why everybody catches a different yeah. variant. Probably, well, yeah. And there's there's so many different factors. Like, I, I read there's, like, a, an ulcer medication that seems to help fight COVID or nicotine apparently does. So it's sort of this thing where it's the nanobots. I don't know, hmm. like there's, there's so many different factors. I don't, I just don't, I don't think we understand all of the possible, you know, things that can affect it yet yeah. at this point. Well, there's, there's, there was a lot of misinformation too going around, you know, yeah. like, well, like, you know, at the, at the peak of the pandemic or whatever, you know, so. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. There's, well, there's nano machines. In the air, dude. I thought they were in the vaccine. <laughs> They're everywhere. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it goes the way of the Spanish flu and sort of 
evolves its way into being less redacted. Get your, it's, it's make a peace sign, dude. Get that out of there. I'm trying to. I'm trying to take a picture of one of our cryptids. And get your hand out of there. I'm t- you're, him. you're messing. You're messing up my focus. <laughs> your phone focus shouldn't be messed up by me petting there, the dog. There we go. Okay, was, he was throwing like peace signs and stuff <laughs> in front of the in front of the cryptid, and one of our cryptids was being very cute. So I was gonna just post it on Discord. They're real always quick. cute, but. Agent Redacted was thwarting my attempts. There we go. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Agent Anderson. Uh, remember our NFTs sold? Oh yeah. Yeah. We, we made a couple of NS- NFTs and they sold. We've Those. made two dollars. Yeah. Two dollars. Really? Two dollars. <laughs> We're rich. I know. <laughs> what the hell exactly is an NFT? I don't. Uh, I don't get. I don't get it. It's I like just money, don't get it. money laundering. Okay. So, um, <laughs> NFT Basically. stands for non fungible token. Fungible means that you can exchange one for the other. So let's say you have two dollar bills. Or $100 bills. They're all essentially the same thing. That means they're fungible. Now, if you had a system to where $1 bill was not equivalent to another, so for whatever reason, you'd have, well, let's say you get a dollar bill. Okay, I'm I'm already confused. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, all you need to know is don't invest anybody in it. Yeah, don't buy not don't buy NFTs. I'll uh, just yeah, we'll, we'll just leave it at that. That's this is probably a rabbit hole we don't want to go down at this particular point in time. But um, you can buy NFTs that are basically artworks, and uh, we they're made, not art. We made some they're, they're as, art. as a joint effort, and uh, we made them specifically second. to be sort of ridiculous and bad. And we put what what three. Yeah, three, three. Yeah, we put three of them for sale on OpenSea or whatever, and they actually sold. So there you go. <laughs> to be fair, we did huh. make a dollar total. Yeah, we made, made about a dollar of uh, Ethereum. Nice. So. <laughs> yeah, we should do a, <laughs> we should do a cryptocurrency for our show, you know? Oh, God. Like, hand it out to loyal listeners. It would be totally worthless, but it would still be fun. Yeah, shout out to BFAD12, who bought our NFTs. <laughs> Is that who bought them? Yeah, I don't, I don't know who they are. Okay, sweet. Well, <laughs> <laughs> chances are they don't listen to our show. Yeah. <laughs> but if you do, thanks for the $2. <laughs> I, th- I think it's like $1.25 actually. Okay, well, either way, man, that'll buy uh, something. <laughs> you can buy like, uh, can't even buy soda with that actually. Damn inflation, can't buy nothing anymore. <laughs> You're supposed to... Uh, picture one of the nfts in chat it's like oh they're so good top-notch stuff you can't do that it doesn't belong to you anymore well you can still post a picture of it no no it's it's like it's like i'm gonna sue you bro all right it's the 10 o'clock hour guys i gotta go to bed all right only wimps go to bed i gotta get up you guys don't gotta get up go to sleep ever Asian Ether's got to tap out, so that means we can stop the show here. So, all right, I'm gonna go blow my nose, and Agent Redact is gonna go blow I'm his so nose. Sick. All right, so I guess I guess we'll just cut oh, it God. cut it off here. So, would you give us a keep it strange, Agent Ether? All right, you ready? Sorry. I'm ready. Keep it strange. All right, thank you. <laughs>